0: Podcast
1: world. My name is.
2: Ryan. <laughs> I love it. That's got to be the intro.
1: Yeah, no, that. I'm. I'm not going to stop that now. Um, should we do that from now on? Do it. Do, do it from now it. on. I mean, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: can amount that amount of energy in one sentence. Yeah. Uh, every single time.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to next episode of City of Geekum. This episode, uh, we're going to be talking about Suicide Squad, Squad, the the, the the greatest film ever to win an Oscar. Because it did, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He won what an was Oscar. Um, like best makeup
0: and oh dress and shit. Oh, so on.
1: effectively, Suicide Squad is better than ninety percent of uh, Marvel films. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's true. It's Not, a fact now.
1: Yeah, it's factual. It's objectively better because it won an Oscar. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, my name is Ryan, your host, and I'm always joined with my co-host William. Hello. Hello. A uh, lot of news also to talk about. Should we just jump straight into it? Right. Yeah, so so
2: much news that my phone is not loading the rest of the same. list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Anyway, I'll just pump it off. Uh, we might. Uh, I'm going to talk also a little bit more about the Zack Snyder Cup because since I was blown up last week, a load more news has come out. So
2: it seems like there's a new like take on a story every day.
1: Yeah, most certainly. Um. So the bit first bit of news that I saw is that Darkside is most certainly going to be in it, which, A, I'm a bit worried about, but, B, whatever, he's going to be in it. It's yeah. fine. It, it's, it's a film that's coming out. So, and it's Ray Porter, the actor. He like confirmed that um, he was Side in what the What has Justice Ray League. Porter been in? Uh, let me Google. That's my question. I, let's, let's Google Ju- it.
2: Justified in Argo. Oh, he's in Argo, was he? Was he? Okay, that's what the article says here.
1: Um, uh, so he was oh Jesus Christ Argo The Sergo Almost Famous Sit. I haven't heard oh of any of these Almost
2: Famous who did he play in Almost Famous
1: I have no idea let's get up a, his
2: Almost Famous is a great movie
1: uh, where's his wiki where's the wiki where's the wiki Where, where's the wiki where's the wiki just click on Almost Famous in, I don't know um, oh Jesus
2: oh Jesus
1: it doesn't come up yet this is fantastic podcasting uh, he probably doesn't play anyone that big uh, he's uh, not the main no he's not I was not. thinking
2: that, like, I was looking back I was getting roadie roadie mick okay yeah no right
1: yeah <laughs> well anyway yeah he's going to be dark side or it was or is still going to be because yeah EK, he put a tweet he, out he, no, saying he that played. He, is. he
2: played. he played yeah that's he did quote he says, so, so he's going to be in
1: it and like the concept of that uh Zack Snyder tweeted out showed a picture of Darkseid and it looks I mean it's a it's a big CGI grey thing grey villain again no it'd probably be fine but from the looks of things yeah the the, the prophecy or whatever it was of the, the vision that uh, Bruce Wayne had is coming true and also um, he's young ish he looks he looks like a boy
2: yeah
1: looks like a young boy yeah with a he spear. does look
2: young it's something that I and it's not a great quality thing because I've been a, I've tried to zoom in on the photo a few times it's very
1: shit quality photo
2: Is yeah it's not mm. it's not the highest of qualities but then again it's probably just a rendered image on a computer of what yeah, concept art and stuff like. yeah because um, there was some concept art for Darkseid way back when Justice League was coming out that looked very much like his comic counterpart it was, a, it was sort of an older Darkseid and yeah um, but yeah very interesting to me um, yeah being, yeah it'd be interesting to kind of see um, yeah kind of whether whether he's going to be just a villain for this movie or
1: well you know. speaking of that because if there's the conversation of like when this is going to be released whether, whether it's going to be like a four part series on Amazon or just a four hour long film chunk it was... This Justice League was originally going to be the first part of a two-parter. Mm. A bit like Infinity War and Endgame. So, it begs the question of if this is released and it has a cliffhanger, which I think it will do, because that's what originally was intended before Zack Snyder got, had that tragic incident and then got basically kicked off and stuff like that. Um, would that then beginner catalyst of them having to make another one
2: depends on how well it does yeah i'm going to say that i think there will be 100% there will be people that will call for it yeah anyway um but i i just feel like there's going to be people that call for it but it'll be based off how many people watch it and what the reviews are like yeah. And I think if the reviews are half decent then they might have to consider
0: doing it. Yeah.
2: But only but only obviously if everything's still in place because obviously the DC th- the thing that looks somewhat like a universe that they're still trying to hold up um, yeah has moved on quite a bit since then. We've got another Batman on the way. Um, Wonder Woman has got a new movie that's coming mm-hmm. out.
1: Apologies, right?
2: You know, so it's it's a bit like well do you want to do it or is it going to conflict with what the plans are now
1: yeah because it is sort of like gonna have because probably one of the biggest shakeups in cinema because the original justice league is well i mean it's just what it is uh, <laughs> and then obviously i don't think aquaman like when that's made it was made as a sequel to that and not this that and this this makes sense um yeah, so it's like, are they going to just like end up um, blacklisting the original Justice League and then, I assume, having to blacklist Aquaman and Shazam? Because that's all in the same universe? Cause maybe like, this
2: has been part of the agreement. Maybe it's been... Maybe Warner Brothers have said...
1: We'll give you what you want. We'll give
2: you what you want. We're happy to do that. But Here's the 30 mil, but we're not going to continue it if you do you know make your movie yeah. the way it is but we just, we've just we moved on now we've got other things going yeah. on yeah
1: we've gone too far basically um, with Aquaman and all that
2: I mean who knows it could it could snowball I mean Zack Snyder could make a, uh, a Kickstarter that could potentially fund another film we don't know yeah um, but again it's like let us actually see the movie first like I think that's the big thing because you know I mean people say that you know people say point out the obvious flaws in Batman versus Superman and, and no it's not everybody's idea of how you would do things in that movie and I certainly think that it would have been a much better movie had they focused on less plot points yeah um, some people did really enjoy it enough so that they greenlit Justice League yeah so if enough people like this they're probably going to greenlit a sequel I maybe mean, and just maybe have it as a separate universe. Just
1: like an Elseworlds thing, yeah. yeah.
2: Just as this happened. Which is completely possible in DC because the DC multiverse is a big part of the world. Yeah, yeah. And we got a glimpse of that through the flashes that Batman has and the. Yeah. And Flash, obviously. And they're going to do Flashpoint at some point, you would think. Um, speaking of Flash, this might be a good idea. Yeah. What do you want to see in
1: this movie? What, in the Flash film?
2: No, in this film. Oh, in
1: this film? Dark. Uh oh god right okay uh, what i want is it for it to be not convoluted have a good enough reason for the justice league to get together which i'm sure it would be i mean if they're going to use dark side well yeah that is a good enough reason mm. um or steppenwolf uh, steppenwolf is a good enough reason and uh, yeah i just want it to be sort of uh it just not necessarily copying avengers but we had this conversation last night when it's like, you need to not, you can have your dark and gritty world and whatever as the DC is and it, it can work and it has worked but you can follow the template that Marvel has used is of like have the group get together or forced together, they have to learn to get along and become a team and then ultimately in the end either overthrow the villain or for something like if they were going to do the twist like them to overthrow Steppenwolf but then for them not to get there in time and then Darkseid appears and they're all fucked and then yeah. they'll continue that on into the sequel or something like that but yeah I don't want I personally I just wouldn't have Darkseid in this because it's just too soon Yeah. it's um, It's yeah I, I spoke for you yesterday when when They made the first Avengers, um, either Disney or Marvel, or like someone high up uh, wanted Thanos to be the villain in Avengers, but either Joss Whedon or uh, Kevin Feige was like, "Well, no, 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 no. This is the plan. You can't use your like, you know, pull all your guns out so quickly, so soon, because then down the line, it it's like when you have such a high explosive event everything after it, it is sort of like well I mean it can't, you can't really class that as a world ending event when we just had like one of the ends of the universe like it does it like the stakes aren't as high yeah like mm-hmm. what's the point in Is it going to be is it going to feel as
2: yeah is it going to
1: feel is it going to feel as consequential in saving the world from I don't know like a Loki after Thanos like it'll just yeah. be a piece of cake yeah. it would be too easy um, yeah so it's I guess you could do it but I don't know It we'll, we'll see that's what I want anyway mm. what, would you, what do you want from it?
2: well the interesting thing is like about this is that I think there's a couple of reasons why Darkseid is being forced into this Justice League movie well not forced that's the wrong way he's being included in this Justice League movie number one you've got in DC you've got Brainiac on the back burner yeah. You've got evil Superman on the back burner, which we've yeah. already got a glimpse of. You have there's there are other ideas that are slightly more. And again, I'm not an expert on Marvel comics. I may be wrong. There there doesn't seem to be that many obvious choices in Marvel.
1: I'm supposed to that have loads of them. Yeah. Like, you you uh, have. You've
2: got options. You've got like you know Galactus and and you know.
1: Apocalypse went with the X Men. Apocalypse, X-Men. yeah, Magneto. You've
2: got the yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, but and also you know if you allow. You know, writer creativity. There's a lot of options there that you could use those for because you could say, well, okay, the Avengers are used to the world as it is. Let's throw the X Men in there as this new phenomenon amongst humans. Yeah,
1: well, it's like you can have like I've got a gravit novel right there, Avengers versus X Men. Yeah, like you could either build a story off of that where. Like Jean Grey is the Phoenix and then it's like the Avengers as like well no we have to, we have to kill the Phoenix because she's just too powerful and the X-Men are like no trying to defend her yeah. or you could just have them bring in and like oh my god the X-Men who who are they oh. and it's just sort of this negative reaction to this new group of people which
2: exactly yeah that's what I mean you can have and you can have it so that humanity starts panicking over what to do and obviously this leads into that could the cause Sentinels and, and, and all of and that and that
1: could cause the divide of why you know you initially think of it and you're like People with superpowers versus people with superpowers. Why do people like the Avengers and yet hate the X Men yeah. when they've all of them You'd are superpowers? Some interesting
2: things about prejudice and things like this.
1: And it's like people born with it. You know, the Avengers like would that.
2: obviously want to try and ease people's the tension and help because they are a world body in this. Yeah. And and the conflicting views of all the characters and maybe some Avengers get involved or maybe some don't because they work slightly more solo. Like. I don't know. I'm just throwing his name around, but Doctor Strange might take a slight backseat because he's got other responsibilities. Yeah, like the other multiverse. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. protecting the whole fucking timelines and this shit um, (laughs) that they completely fucked. Um, So you know, there there's possibilities, and it's the same is true for DC. I mean, one of the things that I I really wish they would put, which is one of the big things in the comics and in the TV show of Justice League, is Amanda Waller and the whole idea that the human race. You know, it's interesting because we've said before, and you've said before on the podcast, that the DC characters definitely feel more like gods than the Marvel characters do to a lot of people. I would argue that's not necessarily true, but I get the point.
1: Yeah.
2: But also, it's really interesting if you frame that like that. They sit in a watchtower above the planet with lasers pointing down. Yeah. This is Amanda Waller's argument. That if they wanted to start on the rest of the world there would be very little that they could do to stop anything from happening. Yeah. And that kind of plays into injustice further down the line. But also, like, it's a really good story. It doesn't involve necessarily a big bad. It just involves... It's that idea. Yeah, it's the Justice League trying to help solve world issues, saving crime, you know, um, stopping certain dictators from uh, harming people and certain groups of people, you know, helping out with world issues and the kind of politics of whether that's a good thing or whether actually... Yeah, you know what happens until, what happens when the person with the superpowers goes? The people that haven't got the superpowers that have got the power aren't doing enough. Yeah. I'm going to do this because I can. Yeah, and it's that kind of thing. And um, and I it's, just I really love that storyline for the Justice League, and it would be the ideal thing to do after a Dark Side appearance.
1: Yeah, because well, it's it gives, it, that, that know, is exactly the same as uh, well. Not exactly the same, but it, it's the same sort of plot as. Uh, after Thor appears on Earth and Nick Fury says in Avengers, it's like well the reason why we're like taking the cube and trying to weaponize it is because of Thor.
0: Mm. Like he
1: comes down and levels the city. So it's like and then you know, Tony Stark has that argument in Age of Ultron. There's this like whole other universe out there and if they just target us, we're fucked.
2: One of my favourite lines from the Marvel Universe is when he says when he points to that the sky there. and says that up there, that's the end game. Yeah. Because it's like he's right. I know, you, have, it, it, you have opened Pandora's box here yeah, yeah exactly I
1: know a lo- load of people be like yeah that's such a cool line because it references the last film well yeah it's more than that it's the it's, thesis
2: statement for the whole universe
1: yeah, yeah. It, it's literally your you know we get a glimpse in Guardians of the Galaxy of what this other world is like or other part of the galaxy is like and then you have Thanos and then you know, we are, we're open our, our eyes to like how big this universe is, but it is so much bigger. Oh, you have Galactus and Silver Surfer. You have the Eternals that are being introduced. You have, um, like I said, the X-Men. You have the Inhumans, which could be done properly. We're not counting that shite TV show that they brought out. Uh, that I forgot that's a thing. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think the is. world has. It's on yeah. Disney+, Plus and it's sort of like... Well, when you log into Disney+, Plus and you look at Marvel stuff, it's obviously got the cinematic universe, then probably the animated series, then, like, right at the bottom, like, pushed down into the dirt. It's like, no, don't, don't look over here. You don't want to watch The Inhumans.
0: Is Galactus
1: in that? <laughs> uh, he should. He probably isn't. It, it, like, that poster I've got has not got any of the X Men in it. Ah, Or really The right. Fantastic Four, from see, what that's I can mainly
2: see. just Justice League's. Um, the uh, the like, Avengers. The Avengers stuff. And yeah. And other heroes associated. Like,
1: well, you've got over there Nova. you got Hidden in his yeah. people, like th- we've briefly been introduced Why is to that a giant
0: in red t-rex? <laughs> Don't ask, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
1: Nova in the Nova Corps in Guardians of the Galaxy, that's where we see that superhero kid Nova, and yeah. like he puts on a helmet and he becomes like this superhero. Um well, they've already but... set
2: up Adam Warlock, haven't they? Yes. In in the Marvel uh, yeah, and that, the Sovereign, way.
1: yeah, the Sovereign in the, the sovereign, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy too. Um, well, Captain Adam Marvel
2: was a pretty big deal.
1: Yeah um i'm trying to think well the the, the dinosaur Let you mentioned that um it's it's a girl called well her character's name is moon girl and she is the smartest person on planet earth which i'm like okay you can have her have cool abilities and stuff like that but you don't have to make these new characters just better like instantly the best at something compared to everyone else on the planet it's like yeah have her And she basically develops a time machine and goes back in time, has a T Rex as a pet, and yeah, it's um, I've forgotten Devil Dinosaur. That's what it's called. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'd like to see that story. Wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But yeah, yeah. Then you've got like the Fantastic Four to introduce you, yeah, and all that sort of stuff. You have the um, well, because they're technically not part of the universe anymore. You can like introduce um, Daredevil and. Luke Cage and the Defenders and all that. So there's so many more possibilities you can use and do. Oh, you right. have all of Spider-Man's other villains that we haven't even scratched the yeah, surface and, of. And
2: we've seen that Kevin Feige has a knack for not rewriting, but taking the best parts of a story and yeah. making something to fit with the narrative of the world. Yeah, Civil War, for example. Civil War yeah. is the main example of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd well, like and the to, Winter Soldier as well.
1: I'd um, very much should, like to. Sorry for cutting you off. It's. I'd right. very much like to see a World War Hulk. Um, we, we got a glimpse of Planet Hulk and we've got the glimpse of um, you know we've had that arc of like him going to another planet still being conflicted with the Hulk then in the Endgame he learns to accept one another so they become smart Hulk and then what they could do from there to carry on that story is make Maestro which is the Hulk as he is but he's older wiser and he becomes a villain and he's like, well, no, I'm just going to like beat every single Avenger, take everything that they've got that is good, and just rule the world. And that could be the start of World War Hulk, I good, guess. Yeah. I know World War Hulk is completely different, but that could be like a story that they can... Yeah. You know, bring in two different stories and merge them together to make it... They talked about before
0: bringing
2: the general back to get Red Hulk involved as well. Oh,
1: I'd love to see Red Hulk. Um, as, as dumb as that sounds as a name, but I really like that character.
2: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway, but just... yeah,
2: like, yeah, and so as far as like Justice League for me, it sounds like I'm gonna get a lot of what we want. We're gonna get more character scenes between people. Mm. Uh, the, like, for example, just a few of the things that I I, that I have heard that were mentioned is the the romance between Wonder Woman and Batman is gonna be a little more not CW. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's... as it was
2: in Josh Whedon's.
1: I remember watching that scene. And I was like, "What is this?" It's... it's
2: gonna, it's gonna be a lot more adult in a way, and it's gonna be further fleshed out and kind of explore their characters more and why they, you know, have an attraction or an admiration for one another. Mm. Um, we're gonna get more of the Flash and a lot more of his backstory. And hopefully, you can run
1: properly to, this time.
2: Yeah, as to why he's the way he is, yeah, and not just the comic relief character of the movie. And Cyborg. Gonna get the same with Cyborg, Because yeah. there's
1: all those, like, in the tra- early traders, there's all those, like, scenes of him being a rugby player and stuff like that, yeah. and, yeah, there's so many, like, what does he do in Justice League? He's that, literally that character that you're like, alright. He's there to fill a team slot, that's part of the We could do, like, a, what I'm, I don't think we mentioned on this podcast, but I think what we're gonna be doing is waiting, because, well, we're talking about a suicide squad today, um and we'll talk about justice league before the Zack snyder cut comes out so we can compare both of them yeah Yeah, we'll compare the two directly like do one week the new the uh, older one and then the snyder cut um what was i gonna say i i think yeah because the last thing i want to mention on justice league is um there's aquaman should have been if you're gonna literally compare the two um Well, it could have even been Cyborg or Aquaman. But I was like watching Justice League and there's this moment... um... Ah! I I can't remember the scene. But there was a moment where there had this massive opportunity to introduce Aquaman like they do the Hulk in Avengers. Like, you know, uh, when you think of Avengers and Hulk, you hear that iconic line is, I'm always angry. And then he just blasts that twat in the face and then kills him more. And he's just this super-powered being that can take on anything... Aquaman should have been that character. Like, you could have the Justice League uh, just feeling about being a bit goofy, like, not knowing how to deal with a situation, and then, holy shit, turning around and there's this massive fucking tidal wave with Aquaman on top of a shark just yes. riding towards Why them and literally that? just showing what he can do. And, like, oh, Aquaman isn't just a guy that can talk to fish. He's not the butt of the joke. Because... Yeah. <laughs> he's a lot more than that. He the, well each of those characters really. I suppose you could try is and with do that sideball. they is they
2: shot themselves in the foot when they made a terrible Green Lantern movie. Um yeah. Because they were like, well we can't really have him in, so we're going to have to replace Green Lantern with someone else that would usually be there. Mm. So, uh, we'll bring Aquaman in, although he doesn't he's not really an original Justice League member. He kind of because the way he's introducing a lot of the animated stuff that I really like is that there's a whole separate storyline of sort of the throne of Atlantis, for example. Yeah. Where the Justice League discover, like they dis- like um, um, uh, I've forgotten Chris Pine's character in Wonder Woman. Steve uh, Trevor. Steve Trevor discovers Themyscira. The Justice League and the world discovers oh, Atlantis actually exists, and there is an underwater people that are ruled by this guy. Here he is. He's yeah. called Aquaman. And that story of his thing plays out well, in the background of kind of...
1: I think they tried to do that, but in the video file of Batman vs. Superman. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's
2: true. But, like, that to me makes a lot more... That's quite a cool introduction for that character. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I know what you mean. I think... And again, I, th- I hope we do get it. And I think we are, because apparently there are more scenes of characters actually talking and explaining what yeah. they are and why they're here, why, why they're motivated other than just look guys it's a it's superhero a team you it's, know, it's
1: cool cool looking
2: um, also something else I want this is the final thing because I I could kind of go into nerd mode about things that I potentially want but I'd, I'd like to see Ryan Reynolds cameo
1: you mentioned Latin. this yesterday you, you were talking about like why not bring try and bring Ryan Reynolds back as Green Lantern would people want that email then cityofgeekandpod at gmail.com but yeah that's that's a question that
2: allow him to redeem I, for the yeah. awful movie that he because
1: he's I'm a bit 50-50 because I yeah. don't know if he'd want to but then he might just because fuck it why I not? think he would
2: I think he honestly would if, if, yeah. if, they, if Warner Brothers said to him look we're really sorry we made a terrible movie with you and yes we know that you're in kind of pseudo Marvel universe with Deadpool and congrats on that it's brilliant but, but do you want to be like super satire about this and come back as Green Lantern?
1: Is Green Lantern that sort of character though? No, he's not a jokey.
2: No, he's not a jokey character. But I, I think they could still make him humorous. Yeah. Without, but I, I think Ryan Reynolds has the ability to play a more serious version of his character. Yeah. Because if you remember the Green Lantern movie, it's a pretty jovial movie.
1: I don't. There's quite it.
2: a lot of jokes in it. It's I, more akin to Deadpool than it is to Green Lantern. Yeah.
1: So, it's got takeaway TT in it as well. As who? He plays the best friend of Hal Jordan. In his oh my god, he does! That yeah, name. he plays the roommate. Oh my
0: god,
2: Corg <laughs> and Green Lantern. That's oh the spin off I want to watch. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, oh no, even better, Korg and Deadpool. There we go.
1: Um, <laughs> they completely off subject, but like, well, not really. But if they were to make bring Deadpool into the Marvel universe, why don't they just have him as the cameos instead of Stanley? Yeah. I think we mentioned think this before would but that, really that would well. be really cool it would be
2: really funny don't yeah. have him engage in any of the action. just him just him on yeah. the sidelines trying to live his life when it was Yeah. Getting into or
1: just boxing. like kicking shit out of someone yeah. that called him a dick or something like that and yeah. then like in the background there's Hulk destroying a car yeah. and he's like oh, I'll deal with you in a second and he's kicking the yeah, yeah. what was another bit I found really? I thought was really funny Um,
2: well, I, th- I think Ryan Reynolds would think about honestly think about doing it because I think he's I think he's honestly a, a really nice person. Just he genuinely. is. He, he does look genuinely genuine. He's the kind of be, person who would be a good sport about it, and he would be like, "Yeah, it would be cool—a cool way to redeem the Green Lantern franchise." Yeah. To have him show up. In some capacity. Yeah. And then maybe you know, especially when, maybe you know. It depends on, as we mentioned, it depends on whether they do a sequel to this movie or not. But I, I don't think they will at the... They're not probably not considering it at the moment, although they're probably going to have to start considering what, what happens if the fan demand is high enough for yeah. Um. But if it was just like a, oh, I'm not going to play Green Lantern ever again, I just can come back for this cameo, I think he'd be down for it. I honestly yeah. think he would.
1: It'd be very interesting. A little bit of news that... It- is related. Uh, Henry Cavill is in talks to become as, uh, Superman again. Well, become. Return as Superman again.
2: Yeah. Which... I'm, I'm reading a yeah. thing about that here. Yeah.
1: Oh, um, that'd be cool. It's a shame that it's it sort of waited this it, long, but... It kind of... Yeah,
2: it kind of it kind of says he's, he's maybe in talks to come back in sort of like Shazam 2 or Aquaman 2 or potentially see, Black Adam.
1: I'd see it more Shazam 2. Yeah. yeah. Shazam
2: makes more sense. Yeah. Um, because if there's a character that could take on Superman
1: it is Shazam, Shazam. yeah
2: um, but yeah I mean it's, it's interesting it's cool that he's you know it's being considered from his sort of point of view mm. uh, to come back certainly
1: because it's really been up in the yeah, it was it was never really like confirmed that he was out as Superman was it it, no, was, it was just, just sort, of sort of like weird him holding up a bloody toy of Superman in front of a camera and that was it in a tweet or something that was ages ago
0: yeah
1: really cryptic messages um, yeah that's cool um, I've got two more bits of news, I don't know about you um, actually no three because I want to discuss a bit more about Snyder Cut um, which I'll talk about now cause, since we're on it um, so with this Snyder Cut coming out there's been a lot of talk of other people demanding, well fans demanding cuts of other films and it's sort of like okay now you've accepted that the Snyder Cut is happening where does it stop, where's the Where's the line, where, where do you stop other cuts of different films coming out Um, so a big one is uh, the Aya cut of Suicide Squad
2: which is relevant to what we're going to talk about in a minute yeah we'll definitely talk about Um, that yeah it's an interesting one because you listed these off to me yesterday Yeah, these movies and and there's sort of varying degrees of of kind of reality in them of whether they would actually get made yeah would David air Suicide Squad air?
1: I don't know.
2: I don't think it would. No, because I, while it it suffered from studio interference, just like Justice League did.
1: I think it broadly. I think it had the same it story.
2: he's out. Like I think more so than. Yeah. Zack Snyder's Justice League and Josh Whedon's Justice League. There are more fingerprints on. Suicide yeah. Squad from just uh, from David Eyre than there are of Zack Schneider in Justice League yeah I think that's I think that's abundantly clear you know yeah. from what we saw about yeah, kind of what he wanted to do and, and his relationship with the cast I think a lot of the humour which is one of the big things I have as an issue with this movie yeah we'll get on to like there's a lot of stuff there that I think is very much his influence yeah you
1: probably, you probably argue that maybe Suicide Squad is about 70% Ayer's vision yeah and then whereas like which Justice League movies anyway yeah whereas yeah. Justice League was like a quarter of yeah, what was, Zack Snyder was percent yeah which is yeah. pretty much unforgivable um so yeah I wouldn't be surprised if well, I wouldn't be surprised either way uh, do it but I wouldn't I don't care about there being another cut of Suicide Squad because people have been demanding oh I want to see more Joker I don't <laughs> <laughs> Especially that
2: Joker. Yeah, I, I told you yesterday. People, yeah. people were saying that they want him in Justice League as well. No, Joker. <laughs> absolutely um, not. I mean, sure, Jared Leto's scenes that work up might have been brilliant, but I just don't like the overall feel I'm, of this not, Joker. Yeah, like,
1: I'm, I'm not I'm convinced. Just not behind it. Yeah, I'm not convinced by him at all. Even with however much we got. There's in this not film.
2: even a Joker that I can think of from comics that is close to what we got in Suicide yeah. Squad. He's very far removed, in my opinion, from a lot of what we have. Yeah. Um, you know...
1: It felt very much like completely different but also just like an impression of Heath Ledger's. He was yeah, just he, trying... He didn't
2: bring anything to new. No. no. He brought Not nothing like re- new. And, and,
1: yeah. But we'll get on to more to that and to the thing. But the other cuts that people were talking about is... Um, A Josh Trank cut of the Fantastic Four film, the new crappy one. I haven't seen it, but I just know it's awful. And from what I know about, well, I know what happens in it, and it's terrible. I know. I I, we probably will watch it for this podcast, (laughs) shall
2: we? (laughs) If you made me sit through Suicide Squad, we are sitting through Fantastic Four. Okay,
1: yeah, that's a deal. Um, Which, well, firstly, that would be interesting because the, you know. Please make a good Fantastic Four movie that isn't The Incredibles. Kevin
2: we? Kevin Feige <laughs> have to be um, But
1: also, Josh, Josh Trank has come out and said, no, not fucking happening. No. Because he does not care. And I guess you could compare it to Zack Snyder is that. I'm actually surprised Zack Snyder wants to come back and complete this in a way. Because it's sort of like. You're making a movie and you're you have this tragic incident you get booted about by the fucking studio and now you're coming back to a project that just reminds you of all oh, the that. shit that has happened well, I, I think one
2: of the big things to mention here is that um, i don't know anybody by name but the the big wigs at warner brothers have there's been a lot of shifting around since all yeah. of this went down a few years ago so it's it's potentially a new board of directors so it's it's new people with new ideas Who have nothing to do with the people that shunned him out the door. But I know what you mean. It's still like you're still returning to the movie. Even so, yeah.
1: You're just reminded about all this shit. you have to remember,
2: I think, while going through this list of alternate movies that we could have fan cuts of or directors' cuts of, it's important to remember that Justice League had. He'd filmed four hours of content for this movie. Yeah. It wasn't like. He was cut and wasn't allowed to finish what he did. Yeah. He pretty much had the movie finished.
1: But they just He was to
2: shunned that. out the door because of whatever reasons. Yeah. And they brought somebody else in, and that somebody else in the creative team that he brought with him were obviously a lot more lenient towards what the, the big wigs wanted and therefore changed a lot and reshot so much of the yeah. movie to suit a more whatever they thought. Just the oh, was. do
1: Avengers, but Justice like, League. Yeah, pretty much. But like, even if it. Contradicts everything that's happened yeah. and whatever. Um, I guess another cut would be uh, ev- well. People got to be realistic because I heard people asking for a Colin Javaro cut of well their version of Rise- well Duel of Fates, not Rise of Skywalker, in which I would like to see.
2: I've got a thing about that in a minute. Do you? You've just reminded me. Okay. Yeah.
1: Me. yeah. Carry on. No,
2: yeah. um, no. Say what you. Oh yeah. Saying. Well,
1: basically, it's like yeah. I'd I would have I wanted. Rise of Skywalker to be completely different and just not what we got but be realistic it, that, Colin Gervara never even started making this film so it's fucking impossible for there to be a version of this film so you've got to be realistic and think it's just never going to happen yeah, we got the concept art and we got like the the original script leaked and stuff like that. And yeah. that's as much as we're gonna so get.
2: What somebody's done with the script, le- the, uh, the leaked script and the, the concept animated art, it. they've animated it.
1: I know that um,
2: into an animated.
1: I know no, I know that um, YouTube channel. It's Mr Sunday Movies. He put it on his um, his his YouTube channel. Yeah, that I was that was a few I months ago. That was. I haven't watched it yet. It's real good. It, it's I really different. To. Yeah because that came out like a month after like the scripts leaked so it's super oh, fast how they did it in, yeah um, yeah but yeah it was like uh, Mr. Sunday Movies and his well someone came up to him that was an animator and was like hey I've got this great thing put it on your channel and yeah it's incredible yeah that happened a few months ago actually but yeah I think yeah that's as much as we're going to get we're not going to we're not going to get a cut no, of this you're not
2: going to bring all of those actors back you're not going to for- well like, the, you'd be lucky. Not even, you're not even going to convince Disney to do it. Like, no, there's no way they made enough money off of it as it was. Yeah.
1: It's a success for them. It's, yeah, yeah, it's that's a all business. That's care about. Yeah,
2: that's clear that that was all they wanted. For and themselves. it's like
1: you'd be lucky to bring back maybe. I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, what I can't even think of anyone that would probably want to come back because there's been so many, uh, like. Um, Interviews and stuff like that with um, John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, and Poe Dameron uh, po fucking Oscar Isaac, just being just looking so deflated. Done
0: with it, yeah. And
1: I think even John Boyega and um, Isaac, Oscar Isaac has just come out and said, "No, I'm not. I'm not being doing a Disney Plus series of this character. I'm not doing anything else because I just don't care anymore." but it's, it's, the it, it. It yeah, just, it's, it's a shame
2: about it. Yeah, it's a shame because toxic atmosphere. Yeah, and everything. It, it, Daisy Ridley did an interview recently where she was talking about.
1: Yeah, um, where's the, the love gone the, and stuff the, like that?
2: The reaction to the backlash and things. Yeah, um, and I it's think... such a shame that that the actors get targeted because there's nothing about the new cast that I disliked at all.
1: No, no they were it, all
2: great and they were visually
1: and acting wise great. It was great. Yeah, It's yeah. Just it's, the writing was it's, yeah. all over the place, and it, obviously, like whoever's in charge at the time, I think Kathleen Kennedy, just made all these stupid decisions of like not getting everyone together to. You know, plan anything out or just like fire in directors just for nothing Yeah, realistically
2: and, and I think the big thing is is that ultimately the actors are the people that you see the faces of the most so yeah. therefore they're, they're the people that are the easy it's targets like, it's <laughs> like with Kathleen the... Kennedy we know who she is J.J. Abrams we know who he is so they do get attacked but even so not as much as the actors no. and certainly not all the people that are behind the scenes because we don't know who these people pe-
1: are people are just so stupid and think ah. Oh, Ray made this decision as a character in Rise of Skywalker. Therefore, I hate Daisy Ridley. Yeah. What? It's not her choice to make that decision. It's the writers, no. that tell her or the director to tell her to do it in this way and stuff. It's just. And again, I'm not saying I'll go like instead of attacking Daisy Ridley, go and attack J.J. Abrams. Like we shit on them a lot, but I don't. I I don't want them to go under so much attack of like yeah. You're the worst thing that's ever happened to this. Oh, I hope you die and just come on. Yeah, what, they made a bad yeah. film in, uh, in my opinion, or our opinions. But it is a bad it's film. it's no it's no it's no, re- <laughs> it's no reason to like attack them. No, it's like, there's yeah. a
2: whole lot of people that did like it,
1: which um, is fine. Which is fine. And it's cool.
2: And I have my opinions on on you know, you know, it's 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 a weird thing to dodge around, but I like. Ultimately, what we should be doing is we should be blaming Disney because. Or Lucas the, Films.
1: I think Lucas Films. Maybe. Lucas because that Lucas Films and Kathleen Kennedy was the ones making the, the the decisions of firing directors and hiring them and I suppose just being show. so disorganized. Disney are just like right Disney reinvigorate Disney. the franchise. Are, we'll leave like, you to here it. Here's the
2: money. Here's the money. Yeah here's
1: the money. <laughs> yeah, here's the money. Go make it, and then like Lucas, I I just think it's Kathleen Kennedy's fault. But then again, I'm not saying go and attack her. It's just I don't know and I don't wish for anyone to get sacked or anything like that I probably, I'm probably, i probably contradicting myself from like previous podcasts but it's
2: they're yeah. not going to but there just
1: should be a change what's
2: really interesting but then again I'm just like if you're going to stay
1: on whatever just be better
2: it's going to be interesting because it's going to affect their careers yeah all of this there will be there will be creative people out there with money who, who look <laughs> look at them and go I don't want to work with them because their name is associated with this thing yeah but also, like,
1: you've got to think, it's realistically, it's just two movies. There yeah, are two and a half, if you include Solo. Yeah. That have come under scrutiny. Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, and Solo. Yeah. Re- everything else, Force Awakens, yeah, it's a it's a, basic movie. It's a basic movie, but good. It's good, yeah. It's good. Uh, Clone Wars came back and was brilliant, apparently. I haven't watched it. Uh, Mandalorian, fantastic. Yeah. Everything else to do with Star Wars is great.
2: Rebels that has been airing during all this time yeah. as well has been brilliant.
1: So It's, it's only like a, a minute scale. So maybe realistically, I don't know. It's just wherever the biggest amount of money goes is, is, is yeah a, a bit of a problem. Um, yeah, Speaking of Solo, I just thought I remembered um, the last cut I would like to see is the Lord and Miller cut of Solo because they did film about 80% of the film and then they got fired and then they had to go back and reshoot the entire film with yeah, uh, Ron I mean, Howard.
2: This is one that has more plausibility to it.
1: Yeah. I'd very much guy. like to see it. If I'm not going to
2: footage still exists, which I'm sure, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Um I'm sure they have to keep an archive of something. But th- there's still a doubt over me because again this is Lucasfilm and Disney and it's Star Wars and it's Mm. It's a train that's not stopping and slowing down. You know, Warner, the like part of the reason Warner Brothers have allowed Zack Schneider to do this is because their universe is in so much shit. That and
1: it, there's more of a gap between movies, uh, and yeah. like there's so much gap and spaces of stuff not happening. Yeah,
2: there's no, there's no, there's no direction really with anything. They're just sort of making passionate projects that seems to be working. So they've probably looked at Zack Schneider's Justice League and they've gone, do you know what, this is a good idea. You know, it's his passion project. Let him finish what he started. Get the satisfaction out of it. We'll release it on HBO, and you know, hopefully, it might re- reinvigorate the the DC or whatever. Yeah. So it it makes more sense that way. Whereas Disney are, you know, they've announced we're not doing any more Star Wars movies when they're clearly going to do well, more
1: Star Wars. it's not movies. like they're not going to do any more Star Wars movies. It's they're not going to continue anything with the Skywalkers. Nothing. <laughs> but they, they, you've still got Ray and Johnson's trilogy to come out. Yeah. which is going to be completely different and, like, off in the other side of the galaxy, which, thank God!
2: Set it in a different galaxy. This is the, Please. Point. This is the point I made in The Rise of Skull. Yeah. Like...
1: Why does everyone have to be related to everyone? Yeah. Why does everything have to revolve around this family? It's like, come on, you said this is literally a galaxy of stuff that's happening. Like, Mandalorian does it great. Like, yeah, he goes to Tatooine. But that's, like, fan service. But, ultimately... It's nothing to do with why they're on Tatooine. It's just, oh, they just come across there and shit happens. It's one of those things as if
2: you were like, I'm going to make a trilogy of movies set in Tolkien's Middle-Earth. Yeah. After Lord of the Rings. Yeah, why not? Great. Brilliant. Yeah. Superb. But don't make it about Lord of the Rings. You know, it's like... Yeah. You're you're trying to force a story out of a book... A book ending that is so well, you know, neatly wrapped up in a bow... But again, you have the Silmarillion. you have this, you have that. You have so many works of Tolkien to pick. Yeah. Go and do something else in the
1: world. I guess you could say also that um, The Hobbit is fine. I mean, yeah, it has that little side plot of The Ring. But it's not about Lord of the Rings.
2: Yeah.
1: Nothing about it. Yeah. It's sure. about dwarves and a bloody stone.
2: It's all right, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, they're, they're not amazing. Yeah, the, yeah the, the they've they got but,
1: problems. But but they're still enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I we watched the first um, Hobbit the other day. Other oh, week, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the first Hobbit's the best one. Yeah, it's really good. I think I prefer the second. Do you? From what I remember, I just love smog. <laughs> True. And yeah, come yeah, Cumberbatch, really... I just love that. It's so mm. awesome. Um. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, anyway, so,
2: a couple scroll... more things about DC, and, and one thing we forgot to mention. Yep. Is that Marsh Manhunter is going to be cameoing? Yes in Justice League in some
1: yeah he's the agent or general Swine Swine Sweetcut I don't know what his name is that dude I forgot his name don't know his name but he's going to be in it he's the general from Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman yeah Yeah.
2: but also DC unrelated to the universe uh, Batwoman's Ruby Rose has walked out
1: we spoke about that last week did we? Yeah, we do. I can't remember. Um, That's fine.
2: But also, like people have been listing names. Somebody who have you watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? No. No. Well, I'll say it for the people that have uh, Stephanie Beatriz, who plays Rosa. Yeah. On Brooklyn Nine Nine, has been kind of is people have, have put like obviously people are putting their names forward to who they think it should be.
1: Oh, well, to replace her, yeah, yeah.
2: To replace Ruby Rose and. There's a lot of people who are very, uh, you know, advocating that it should be somebody else from the LGBTQ plus community, which, fair enough, that's okay. But especially when you're playing an LGBTQ plus character, you need that representation. Um, But as a bit of an outside pick, people have been saying Stephanie Beatriz because she kind of fits the, I think, going more aesthetic than a lot of other things. But I just wanted to mention that she's kind of buying into it herself. <laughs> yeah, so she's, she's like she's, saying but, oh, I should do it and but, stuff like that. No, posting a photo of herself saying, um, you, know, so, you know, speech marks, reads everything about that woman <laughs> and stuff like this. Nah, no, that's cool. Yeah, that's
1: cool. Because um, again, yeah. you'd be hiring someone that actually gives a shit and cares. It's not, not saying that Ruby Rose didn't, but there's a lot of like mm. casting that is done nowadays in mm. any film where ultimately the the main actor or actress just doesn't care about the story or, like, the source material. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, uh, last two bits of news. Um, Indiana Jones 5, that is being made by Disney. I think it's Disney. Is Disney, isn't it? Oh, Indiana God, Jones. they're grabbing up everything. Um, yeah, so Logan's director, James Mangold, is going to be directing Indiana Jones 5. That's cool. Ah, uh, yes. Have you seen the Wolverine? Do you think it'll have aliens in it? No, please don't. No... I mean, if you're going to make it good because the last one's shit.
2: Is Harrison Ford coming back?
1: I think so. He is gonna come back. And I don't know if he's gonna be playing like Sean Connery's character like the dad, uh which they tried to do. Uh I don't know. Like like him being the older the, the father figure to the new Indiana Jones or whatever that he's gonna
2: Indiana Jones Junior Junior. Junior Junior. Yeah. But that's I don't know. But that's Charlotte Bluff's character.
1: Oh yeah, fuck, they did try to do that. No, uh, it just keeps keep it as Harrison Ford. Keep yeah.
2: Maybe they'll do it as maybe it won't be Indiana Jones Five. Maybe it will be Indiana Jones alternate world where four never happened. <laughs>
1: In, Indiana like a Jones soft, soft reboot. Indiana Jones Five, the fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> but have you seen um, the Wolverine uh, and Logan?
2: I've seen parts of the Wolverine. I've not seen the full.
1: I really like the Wolverine up until the last bit mm. because then it has just a giant samurai machine robot and it's just ridiculous.
2: This is a problem with a lot of superhero movies. They're good uh, up until the final fight. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then obviously, Logan is just, uh, you could argue, a masterpiece of a film. You've seen Lang- Logan, haven't you? We're doing all the X-Men as well.
2: <laughs> Fine, yeah. Yeah, I'm it. all for that. I'm all for
1: that. Um, yeah. And then, last bit of news, uh, Scott Dixon is directing the sequel to Labyrinth.
2: Cool. Why do we need one?
1: I don't know. Have you seen Labyrinth? No. Neither have I. Who cares? Anyway.
2: Like, all I know is it's a very weird movie.
1: I just... And without David Bowie, come on. It's not going to
2: be the same, is it? It's ex- like, he's like... He's the thing that everybody says makes the movie. <laughs> I, I remember trying
1: to watch Labyrinth and I was like, no, I don't like this. I it's might have weird. to give
2: it a watch to make my own judgments on it, see what it's like.
1: We could watch it for the podcast. Yeah, it might be an
2: idea.
1: Why not? Because oh whatever. We've seen a Expanding lot of
2: Expanding our horizons.
1: Loads of, loads of people like Labyrinth, so I just thought people might want to know that Scott Dixon. The Scott Daxon, the former director of Doctor Strange Two. Yeah. You he, he directed the first one and Quit the second should we get on to creative differences yeah
2: it's been happening a lot in hollywood
1: yeah it's working out for the moment do you
2: think this will become more of a trend because i think it's becoming more of a trend
1: what directors just leave
2: interference in what directors are doing
1: i'd say well it depends on which film and what franchise because ultimately franchises oh yes franchises. certainly franchises yeah. yes because everyone just wants to be the mcu yeah. so they're like ah fuck you have to do it this way or else you'll it's guaranteed fail but then in doing so causes it to be a fail anyway i.e. dc um but uh because in the mcu there's realistically been two yeah big cases of yeah. directors leaving because of some like disagreements scott derrickson and edgar wright for ant-man yeah he was originally meant to be doing the first Ant Man, and the you, original could,
2: one you could argue.
1: I tell you what, you um, speaking of like the cuts earlier on. Yeah. People could argue that oh, they want to see the Edgar Wright version, but
2: didn't film the movie.
1: Didn't film the movie. Yeah. He only wrote the film, I think, or was like a producer and stuff like that. He was a big writer, and that's why you when you watch Ant Man, you're like, yeah, this feels like an Edgar Wright movie. Maybe he
2: could make an independent one where he calls it Beetleman
1: Beetleman. Beetle Beetleman. Beetle Man. Beetle Boy.
2: Rips the plot off.
1: Um, Queen Queen Bee Queen Bee Queen... Bee Man Bee Man The B Movie The Got a terrible film The Bee
2: Movie
1: Right Shall we get on to another masterpiece
2: but, like Just a final wrap up oh, yeah. Of like the, the whole studio interference thing I think it is becoming More of a thing Within blockbusters
1: I think it is and, and it I, isn't
2: And I think if it If it becomes more Of a regularity there, I think there's going to be An interesting flip In a few years Where no Like where people don't care about franchises, and we will see like a rise in independent film because directors well, I, just won't want to get involved with franchises. I, uh,
1: well, I'd say we are technically in a golden age of cinema. I'd like to argue that yeah. because more films are being made than ever, mm-hmm. and it's literally just like all these independent films that are being made that. You know, I'd very much like to see, but it, they don't really get the popularity that they deserve. I listen to a really good podcast called Mark uh, Kermode on Film. Mm. Mark Kermode is a, uh, a critic uh, for the BBC. Doesn't with Jack Howard, doesn't? Yeah, he yeah, does it with Jack Howard, and they talk about like loads of like really good indie films and like they do their top tens and stuff like that. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I need to listen uh, watch these because they sound really good. And like even he agreed that yeah, it's it's a real golden age of film, but all people do go out to see are just superhero films. And. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: interesting. Yeah, yeah. It is interesting. I don't think that. I think it will come to an end eventually, and it will be like. Not because I'm being a pessimist, I'm just being a realist here. It, it, the same thing will happen that happened to Westerns. People just won't want to see them anymore.
1: It depends. Well, I'd, I'd counter that with. Uh, yeah, I could see that happening, but also. It depends on if the superhero films will continue to be like subgenre films. Mm. If they adapt and become different each time, like Dark Knight is completely different to Guardians of the Galaxy. So there are different ver- like you people said. I don't really like superhero films. Well, which ones have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen Fantastic Four and Suicide Squad? And
2: nothing else.
1: Yeah. And nothing else. Well, there's there are good ones. Iron Man is a solid. Yeah. Realistic kind of film, yeah. but then it's just, it, But you, you could
2: argue the same with. I've not watched enough westerns, but you could say the same with westerns. Like yeah, there true. were different types. There were like this guy is running away on a train, or this guy and it's or it's more about native Indians, uh, Native Americans, sorry. True. And it or it's more about a heist in the West, for example. Yeah. Or it's a million ways to die in the West by. Oh, fucking hell! Fucking, uh, <laughs> oh games. dear.
1: Yeah. Family uh, guy guy. Seth. Uh, Seth no, MacFarlane no, Seth
2: MacFarlane that's the one. Um, Oh don't boy don't watch that movie everybody it's really bad I've um, seen it really really
1: bad it's movie. no ugh, ugh. why would you remind me of that it's got Liam Neeson in it
2: I just wanted to like diversify genre of westerns there we okay. go okay so you yeah, proved
1: your point you
2: know yeah. the same with the, um, uh, the what the Disney one was with Johnny Depp
1: oh Lone Ranger the Lone Ranger yeah. apparently that's not a bad film it just like bombed massively because no one went to see it
2: it's a bad film I've watched it okay yeah it's not good what
1: it's... I... you even have that like animated film Rango about a chameleon with Johnny Depp and he's in a western oh god I do
2: <laughs> like I mean it's not a te- I guess it's not a terrible movie like it's a stand up Disney movie but you've got well for starters you've got Johnny Depp playing a Native American that's wrong as Jack Sparrow.
1: Oh fuck's sake. And
2: that's pretty much all I need to say about the movie to understand why it may be bummed up. Yeah.
1: We should watch that for the pod as well. <laughs> no we shouldn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> there are some ones I, I cannot tolerate, and that is probably one of them.
1: Okay, right. Well Anyway. Shall we get on to another?
2: Let's get on to an, another one. An
1: Oscar worthy those... winning film in hairdress and makeup. That is
2: getting rebooted. <laughs> that is
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> with the same, act, yeah, right. So Suicide Squad, we watched a couple of days ago.
2: Yeah, it was my um, second time of
1: seeing it. Was it? We watched the, the well after quotations. The first
2: time which I did I go to the cinema. To I, I didn't see it in the cinema. I've got a feeling I did.
1: Yeah,
2: I might have gone with Tom. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a, it was a while ago. That's the trouble.
1: Well, uh, what, what was I? Fuck, um, you know what this this film so brain numbing. I've forgotten what I was going to say about it.
2: And that's the pod, ladies and And that's Jim. the pod. That is all you
1: need to know about this film that got made. So I didn't see it in cinema. I saw it when it came out on DVD. And I, I heard it was just a knockoff Guardians of the Galaxy. But then I was like, right, it's probably going to be shit. So I had really low expectations. I saw it and I liked it. I was like, you know what? It's pretty decent. It's got a good soundtrack. I like the characters. Yeah. Then I saw it again, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And then we saw it the other day, and we watched the, uh, the- quotation marks, the- uh, extended edition. Yeah, I don't know. 15 minutes extra, and I, what? Like, what did they add that was extra? Probably another fucking pop song that had no relevance to the it's... film. So.
2: Like, okay. I want to set this out, because before we start inevitably somewhat getting on a tangent and rambling, Oh, the way that's... to describe this film is it is a.
1: Oops, sorry about that. It's
2: a movie about.
1: <laughs> it's a trailer for the film you're watching.
2: I mean, in a way, but it's like it's like somebody at DC went and they were like, and Warner Brothers were like, "Oh, that Guardians of the Galaxy film, yeah, it was top quality." Oh, that was sick. So, what... but we can't admit it, so we have so to make our what own. What was really cool about that? oh yeah, the music, the goofy characters that are bad people, and. Oh, some sort of, like, overseer who's, you know, very questionable and kind of in the background.
1: And a lot of colours and CGI and, and shit. And
2: CGI and colours and fucking drug-trippy stuff. And it's like, great, yeah, those yeah. are the things that are appealing about that movie. But, but... but they forgot the essential ingredient of why people like Marvel movies and why people like Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the characters themselves. And the fact that we actually relate to them and the story that those characters tell is an emotional one and it works called character development it's called character development yeah, it's movies, good. which this movie has fucking none of yeah. like <laughs> like
0: nothing
2: there's no there are attempts but like nobody is different <laughs> they end up back in their cells and they, like, think about it <laughs> this movie plays the
1: right. same backwards let's, let's as it and, does forwards let, let's try <laughs> let, right let's try and break this podcast into exactly what the film does right so dead shot he,
0: he's, he's a hitman.
1: He shoots stuff, and not very impressively. <laughs> no, <laughs> he has a kid who's very monotone and a shit actress. No, I'm honestly. kid was alright. I man. didn't like her. She was Come very man. monotone. I mean, it's kids. Kids are always
2: annoying in movies, but <laughs> ah, yeah. true.
1: No, no, tell you no. It's I, I hate. I shouldn't called her a shit actress, but she was shit in this film. She, probably the right. She was. She, <laughs> she's, she's like oh my god don't kill him oh no no I don't kill him
0: Oscar worthy performance
1: Oscar (laughs) right so Deadshot is a character that only did one bit of Deadshot in which was ricocheting a bullet off of a metal bit that went into the back of someone's neck even though someone was behind that guy that got shot so that guy should have got shot first anyway so he came in at an angle man eh, fuck it whatever (laughs) This whole film, right? Next person, Harley Quinn.
0: She's crazy. She's crazy. Uh, Killer Croc. <laughs> Killer <Quinn>. She's crazy. <laughs> She's crazy.
2: She's crazy. You know, like all women are.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> and look at her. She's quite fit. Let's put her in a skimpy outfit and really you're short shorts.
2: Boarded on sexist comments here is because the movie does because it, the film does it, that it does it best to reinforce that the whole movie jesus
0: right um and to the
2: credit of margot robbie
1: you know what, actually you
0: uh, she
2: makes this character vaguely interesting in this film yeah despite all of that shit you know what, I, surrounding her. so
1: yeah i quite liked harley quinn in this if you take away the sexualization and just... Uh, the misogyny. The, the misogyny <laughs> and the relationship with the Joker. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, stop. But she was fun. She, yeah. Yeah. She was making dumb jokes, which is her character. She was crazy. You I can, like that. You,
2: that. you can tell that Margot Robbie very much understands Harley Quinn as a character. Because, yeah. I mean, we said this in our Birds of Prey review. Yeah, she's yeah. really good in that movie as well. I'd say... And she's going to be great in the next Suicide Squad as well. But...
1: Yeah. Um, I'd say... The the she's a great character, but the improvement that they did on Birds of Prey is that her fighting style in this she's just I got a baseball bat.
2: I'm gonna hit people. I'm gonna
1: hit people with it. Whereas in in gun yeah, I've got big fucking bullets. Still
2: got no fucking pants on though.
1: Yeah no, I'm basically naked shooting people with a baseball bat.
2: This is just David Ayer's like fantasy film, isn't it? Yeah.
1: yeah yeah Sexualization. Yeah, it's so like it?
2: it's so it's just one of those sad reminders that the, the world isn't maybe as far along as we hope See, like, there's, <laughs> like, there's, there's a scene so...
1: there's a scene in the film like this isn't going to be a concise review this is just going to be shit all over it how much we think about it but there's a good moment in the film where like she's walking it might have been part of the extended edition I don't know but when she's walking they're walking to the destination
2: I certainly remember that and... just before you said this there's more scenes of them walking around talking yeah i think it was probably the ones i did
1: one of one of my favorites is when she was just going through to to every single individual and just like trying to press their buttons trying to get them to like kill her or something or or snap and so she could just kill them and then like deadshot pulls her signs what the fuck are you doing she's like i'm bored (laughs) 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 exactly you know i yeah i like that a lot that's good um any other benefit? any other Improvements? Killer Croc. Um, Killer Croc. (laughs) He's a really racist depiction of a guy that likes to swim and do really weird press-ups. Yeah.
2: He's a crocodile, man. Or he's a man with crocodile skin.
1: I just didn't like his, um, I don't know, racial stereotype. There's a lot of racial stereotyping in this film. Yes, there is. It's like him being like, oh, what does everyone want? He's like, oh, B2. It's like, really?
2: Yeah.
1: Come on. And then he just does this really weird, like, crawl into the water that just looks stupid. And then he's gone. And then he comes back. Like, there's that whole point of, of like, oh, he has to go underwater to get this bomb. He's not the one that gets the bomb. It's, I don't know it's what he does. He's only in
2: the movie to give him something to do.
1: Yeah. What else does yeah. he do? Literally. He what... a few people around. Yeah, just a few people around.
2: He's the, he's the muscle of this team. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's all he is. <laughs> that,
1: right, so Killer Croc is absolutely nothing. He's a waste person. Uh, Captain Boomerang. Captain. I actually really like Captain Boomerang.
2: <laughs> Captain Boomerang is a good character. does fuck all of though.
1: That he throw Captain Boomerang. Right. A guy with boomerangs. He throws... Two, three, I think. Three. Yeah. He throws three. This is
2: the drone one that he sends up at, towards the end of. The oh movie. yeah. And apart from that, you're right. He throws. He throws on, one three. at the very start when he's. Yeah. Uh, um. When the flash shows up.
1: Yeah. And, and then, then another.
2: And another. At
1: some other movie, time. Like, uh, it. A fucking. You know. Whatever. And he like. You. He, he's a lover of pink unicorns. Yeah. Like, Why? It's really- like just, it's such
2: a weird thing like, i don't know whether it's a, a comic thing it, i mean it, fair enough it, it, if it is it, it could be it's that absurd but like it's just the way they print like they're like as captain huh, brayne he a, a fetish. fetish for pink unicorns and you're like, like why well, you've not mentioned a fetish for anybody else so why 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 why
1: I guess it's I just like try. we
2: need something interesting about this character more than he's yeah. Australian and the, the,
1: those boomerangs. The, the, yeah, he was I actually quite liked him in this role. He was he was silly. I
2: think it's because he like he's he, he, he,
1: too seriously in this yeah, role. Yeah, he's the most unserious character because he's sort of like he's in a bag and the first second part that you see him, he gets out of the bag and the first thing he does is punch some twat in the face. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'd do if I was in a bag <laughs> and I just got like kidnapped and then yeah, I quite like that a lot. Um, what else does he do? This is a stupid moment when, you know, right, this. <laughs> you know that scene when they're in the bar trying to have that heart to heart? That that was trying to be the, the bit in Guardians of the Galaxy where they were sat around in a circle and they all stood up and they have a really good moment where they're finally together. No, it doesn't work. They try to have a heart to heart, but no one actually cares. And like, there's even that bit where Rick Flagg comes yeah. in, breaks the fucking thing. Is like, right, you're free to go. And uh, Captain Rouberg like, just bolts it. He leaves. He bolts it. It's like, right, okay, right. I don't. Yeah, that's what would happen. That's what you're a criminal. Yeah. That's what you. Would you do. would do that. Yeah. yeah. And then when they're walking down, out of nowhere. then when they're walking down the street, he just comes back. It's like, why? You're free. What are you doing?
2: Like. <laughs> Yeah, right. Let's finish the characters because I've got some stuff to say. But
1: yeah, like, right. El Diablo, he's Mexican. He's Mexican. He's
2: no, he's Latino.
1: Oh, sorry, that was because racist of me.
2: That's no, 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 it's not. But like, uh, he is categorized as the Latino of the group. Yeah, and that's,
1: that's so he's I mean. Latino. And speaks
2: one Spanish line in this whole movie.
1: Essay is it or something?
2: No, he speaks he speaks in Spanish to his wife a little bit, uh. and then they revert to English as soon as they as soon as you tune into the conversation.
1: Yeah. I don't get Which that is,
2: it's my pet peeve with a lot of movies like just have the native language spoken Yeah.
1: It's like, I think we mentioned it in Wonder yeah. Woman when they're like you know they're dressed in German they're yeah. about to just go speak into German yeah. Like,
2: yeah why are you
1: speaking English why you... like even with the Germans when they were like trying to like discuss like the gases and when they were like building everything they were speaking English to each other it's like you're in Germany and you're German yeah speak, speak German
0: Germany. yeah right <laughs> yeah um, also
2: this is this is World War One. <laughs> a lot less people spoke multiple languages. Yeah. Like, anyway. Come on.
0: Not, Anyway, yeah. Not, so
2: not he's, every German knows how to speak English. Yeah.
0: So anyway, These he's the listening,
2: assumptions man. that fucking Westernized culture makes, especially American and British culture makes that like that we are so fucking lazy with our language learning. Yeah. We really are in this country, and I'm sure it's the same in America. Just like let's have a movie when if someone speaks in a different language, they speak it. Yes. Cool. Stick some subtitles up for those of us that maybe don't know the language, but still have them speak in their, you know. Yeah. Have a bit of respect. Yeah, I know. That's that's where my angle on it
1: so, is. So, um yeah, he's Latino and he he is, shoots he, fire.
2: He turns into a giant, um skeleton flaming devil thing.
1: And then dies. And then
2: dies in this movie. Which, Whoa. to be fair, is like
1: Honestly, I completely it's foreshadowed
2: forgot. earlier in the movie.
1: To be honest, I completely forgot he even died. <laughs> it's such a, it's such an unemotional, out of nowhere, no one gives a shit moment. It's like, wait, he's dead? Why ain't no one,
2: like caring? I, I really appreciate his character arc in this movie. Like, he has I, a I, ca- an attempted character the, arc. One of the people that has the only character arc in the story. But he's it, afraid to it's use quite his power. One. It's just really not used very well.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah so he's afraid to use his powers which is fire because he killed his family with it. fine
2: that's fair enough yeah
1: and then he just gets told by Walt hey use your powers and he's like alright cool I'll use it yeah it's alright and he turns into a devil monster cool now dead sweet there's so
2: many almost moments in this movie yeah they, they try to have character moments between the characters that necessarily don't like each other
1: It's yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, Katana. Katana is in the movie.
0: (laughs) That's it.
1: Uh, uh, um, uh, 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 Sorry, we've forgotten one standout character. We've forgotten the. I'd say the guy that deserves the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor in this entire film, the man that can climb anything, (laughs) Slipknot.
2: Why is he in this movie?
0: Because he yeah. has to
1: die. <laughs> because he shows up. He's so unimportant, he doesn't get his own title card. And he's only in the plot to prove the point that they can blow up your neck and kill you. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> There's no other reason. Slipknot, who, who's your family called? Oh, we don't care. Oh, you're dead now.
2: Like... It... Are you dead? There's no, you might as well have just had a demonstration when they're all standing around in that yard with all the soldiers and they're like blah blah blah. This is the mission we gotta get out of blah, here. Blah, blah. You might as well just have them demonstrate. Oh, here's a criminal. Guess what happens if I press this button? Yeah. Because
1: hey, say that dude over there.
2: There is no point in him being snipped. Sl- sl- what not?
1: What like, they could have just done is had them in a circle, him to be like, right. There's this grain of rice here. He throws that over in the corner and then blows that up. Yeah. And then he just says, "That is in every single one of your, your necks." Yeah. You yeah. Don't have to kill it's a everyone.
2: Demonstration. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you don't even have... need a character. For you could it. Have, have had a you dummy. Can't use that character for
0: it. Yeah.
1: You could have had a dummy.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like that's so dumb.
1: And I guess it's in the the. It's in the comics and it's in the, you know, the whole point in the film is that it's the suicide squad. So people are going to die in this team, just, which is fine.
2: And what's really funny is that... You can have
1: people dying.
2: When they did all but, of the press for this movie, they had all of the different members there, even the Slipknot. Even him? He went on the press tour for this movie and he's in it for five fucking minutes. I don't
0: even think that. I do
2: like, it's like they made it such a big deal of like, this is a squad, man. And we're all oh, time, yeah, and it's it looks cool. so cool. And it's cool, look at us. And it's like, no, you're not. But there's nothing in this movie to demonstrate There's a
1: point at the end where it's like, I think El Diablo says, oh, I've lost one family. I'm not going to lose another. It's like... You're not family. You're not family. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Who are you calling family, bruh? Right.
2: Let's get
1: <laughs> Who the else is left? Painful characters. Uh, Flag. Rick Flag, Rick the, the, Flagg. The, the Mr. Exposition
0: America! (laughs) This is Katana! (laughs) She's got my back! I would advise not! (laughs) Her soul. Her soul still. I don't even know the fucking. Her soul traps the. Blood of its victims. Her soul
2: traps the soul of its victims.
0: Her heart is cut out! We gotta end this! Yes, Rick flag I've just seen this. Yes! You don't need to explain it. Fuck me! Oh, who wrote this? You need this? to
2: stand and fight.
0: Duh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I'm just up here, just like, you know, being chill. Nah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what did Jude never see in him? Like, th- this guy is
0: a fucking... Do you think he just like do you, think, do, you, <laughs> do you think he fucks her and it's like I'm fucking you <laughs> <laughs> dude"? No, Oh no He just commentates everything When they sat down watching a film together it's like hey look at this remote I'm gonna press play click We're watching a movie The movies begin The movies yeah. again <laughs> anyone This should have been a commentary of this film and it's ripped flag ah <laughs> oh, you see what's happening in this film right now is that Harley Quinn's been captured and she's doing gymnastics in her cell I don't even know what his accent is anymore <laughs> fuck ah oh. it's just so bad does he say anything
2: that's not exposition no he used, like, two words in the whole film.
1: That is an exposition. Probably something like, I love you. Oh, I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> do you think, like, there's even a bit at the start where... It, well, I kind, It's kind of cool. Where he's like, if you disobey me, you die. You annoy me, you die. It's like that yeah. alliteration or, like, repetition. Except That's
2: it doesn't happen. No! Because he... Everyone disobeys <laughs> him! He blows up the first one of them, and then everybody
1: does everything that he said don't do, and... Like if you threaten me, you die. Deadshot in the next scene, did you threaten me? And he's like, yeah. What you going to do about it? You threatening me? And then De- Deadshot is like, yeah. He's like, right, kill him then. Kill him, yeah. Go on. Come on, follow through. If you disobey me, you die. It's like, oh, Deadshot is, is about to shoot See, Harley Quinn.
2: on Arkham was much better because they didn't have a Rick flag. It was just Amanda Fire. Waller with the buzzer and then the suicide yeah. squad and she was remote from them so you couldn't have that yeah. kind of interaction so it's like
1: it's right. let's talk about Amanda Waller Jeez. let's get out June Moon
2: out of the way first <sighs> before we talk about the only
1: good one character one of the only good characters yeah right so June, June Enchantress He's has there. great brilliant one, <laughs> one cool scene Yeah, which is when she says Enchantress for the first time and the hand comes underneath her hand it's and really flips cool. over I really like that So uh, uh, Amanda uh, Waller. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. So Enchantress is a belly dancer that
0: makes a beam go up into the sky and just goes,
1: and it's like, "You are now part of my army." Snog, 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 snog. Now you're just a a, a putty pus thing with a million eyes.
2: Speaking of putty, they look just like the putties out of fucking Power Rangers. <laughs>
1: Shit, we... You that, know, it's like...
2: Power Rangers is a better movie than this movie. Yeah. Have you seen the Power Rangers? Movie? The newer 2007, one. Uh, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's alright. Yeah.
1: It's, it's a better movie than this. It's got some dumb moments in it, but it's, whatever. It's Power Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> it's whatever. Ah, fuck, right, so en- Enchantress. Like, I don't... So Enchantress It's like, oh my god, I'm now held captive because, because Amanda Waller's got my heart in this case, and I... And I need to, So. When I can literally teleport when, anywhere yeah. at any time. Of the day. Why does she wait until the suicide squad are starting to build together when she's like, oh, I could just wait until Amanda Waller's asleep, then I can go into the other room and then release my brother, and then he could help me live, so then I could just destroy the world. Right? Alright then. She could have done that, I don't know, before Superman arrived or some also, shit like that.
2: Amanda Waller puts a lot of stabs in her heart. Yeah. How does it repair itself?
1: No, it's because um, the brother like gave some no, of his like, life no, force but, like, to
2: you stab it that many times, you're gonna kill her. Yeah. Like I was thinking if you're using it as a torture device I You would... want to not destroy it because you still want the usefulness of the thing you're controlling. So you just all you need is like one knife just to prod it. You don't need to go
1: stab, 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 stab. Why do you have to have a knife? Why can't you just like put that heart next to a bomb and then instant death?
2: Yeah, would heat it up in a concealed case. Cook it, that nobody, cook it, Have it in a case that no one can get into. I mean, it was. But, no, but sh- it, was, it was still there, but like have it contained within a thing. You just pull a lever and it heats up.
1: Cook it, have it in a frying pan. Stick it in the microwave is what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 bing, bing. <laughs> it's cooked! <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like popcorn. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's so... Like, fuck, right. Uh, like, right. I, 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 I,
2: I fucking... Yeah. Like, I can understand why they maybe they made her a villain because they just needed a generic villain, which is fine, you know, for a first movie, fine.
1: Just a big CGI grey villain again.
2: Yeah, they get her brother who's just there because we need a big hunk of meat for them to beat around. Yeah, they're both apparently powerful sorcerers. He does nothing that's remotely magical. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. Like the brother is like you know there's like helicopters and the drone flying through the sky and he has these tentacle arms that is like instant death like it breaks them and destroys them instantly but no when they're all, like fighting him he has to fight them face to face he has yeah. to fight them literally fists only and then when he tries to try to use those tentacle things they just have to run around a block Don't
2: dodge out of the way yeah
1: and it's so easy so alright well
2: and the whole point of their plan is like as Enchantress said she's like I need and she captures Amanda Waller because she needs to learn all of the U- US's secrets and
1: whatever. Yeah. Fine.
2: I need to learn all their secrets to destroy you no you don't you and your brother just walk through a load of military folk without even getting scratched
1: yeah okay so I how do you how do you so we haven't even talked about the plot fuck
2: uh, what plot we'll <laughs> talk
1: about the plot in a second because you just reminded me of the actual plot of what this film is meant to be about so right Enchantress done she's a shit carried, shit villain Um, Amanda Waller only Viola Davis the only good character in this movie even though I think there's one worse bit well the only bad thing about that character is that so what there's a there's a yeah so one of the main plots is well the suicide squad have to go and rescue this package that is in this building and return it to safety Right, sweet cool. The package is a twist of events is Amanda Waller.
2: She's stuck in the sea.
1: She's stuck in the sea. Well, oh, oh no, who cares? whatever um, and then like in that scene, she like says to either Rick Flag or or Deadshot, "I can handle myself." So, so what what's the fucking point in this mission then?
2: Then jumps in a helicopter and flies away.
1: And then gets blown up and captured. Well done, Amanda Waller. Well done you got yourself captured you played yourself
2: (laughs) right okay you get on a helicopter to escape why did you need the suicide squad to come in the first place you could do that without them
1: yeah you even said like I said you can handle yourself alright so what's the point in this film?
2: Why do we need to come to you? It's not like the building yeah. is under siege. It's not. There's like five bad guys in it that they walk
1: through. Yeah. Oh, sh- this. <sighs> right, shall we talk about the, fil- the plot? I think those are the main characters, unless I'm missing anyone else. Joker. Ew, fuck off. <laughs> 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 I'm so sick of this
0: Joker. Alright, so I went into the. Right, we'll talk about Joker. Fine. you you have your way we'll
1: talk about him for five minutes we'll talk about him if to two minutes yourself. one minute deal <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so he's a Heath Ledger knockoff of so right Oh my god, I don't even know where to begin
2: I can sum this up in one sentence what go on then Jared Leto does a Joker impersonation yeah there we go. Plot.
1: <laughs> right. Okay. You know. Right. So, I went into this film thinking. Right. Okay. So a load of people have been saying that we didn't get enough of the Joker. I went in there thinking that I saw too much of the Joker.
2: Yeah, he's in this movie way too much. Either too in much. In fact, he's in the right amount for a side character of his stature. Yeah. yeah. He
1: he's supposed to be present, but he's just not. He he purrs like a cat. What? He's
2: got some very weird fetishes. So weird. He's just. He's his laugh? Weird. That's the I don't, perfect way to I describe don't, this I don't joke.
1: like his laugh. It's just. Uh, 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 he's like choking on something. <laughs>
2: saying... That was scarily real, just. <laughs> that really was. But yeah, I don't
1: like. His, his look? Oh, how, ca- how can we make the Joker look damaged? By tattooing damaged on his forehead? How,
2: can we, how, how, how c- can we force home that he's a clown? Let's tattoo a smiley face and eyes on him.
1: How how can we make him look he's crazy by tattooing ha 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 ha, ha, ha on his chest?
2: Do you know what he is? Fuck he's Jared me. Leto doing an impersonation of the Joker yeah. in a costume he bought from HalloweenCostumes.com. Yeah.
1: Because
2: that's effectively what this Joker is. Yeah. He's he's like if some it's like if you told somebody who had never done any deep digging into the Joker before and has zero creativity no. draw me the Joker this is what they would come up with yeah. they've just slapped a bunch of think, traits that should I, um, he has on
1: it. should I tattoo ginger on my forehead so that people understand that I am ginger Claim. <laughs> fuck let's do it <laughs> yes. what, what else can I tattoo on my forehead your name you might forget that oh yes sorry Yeah. I
2: think he has Joker written on him somewhere as well he does
1: Yeah. I don't know where it is there's but a smiley face on his hand yeah. He oh. He doesn't do, have a do, smiley face. Do, do, do you do you get it? That's that's why he laughs and he has a mouth. Ha 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 ha.
2: He also has very little makeup on him for the Joker. He has the green hair and sort of red oh, lips. A and white, white paste. White, and... But that's it. There's no eye makeup. He has gloves. What does no he wear gloves?
1: When he's like dealing with guns and. He's think. not wearing a shirt. He's wearing t- ring. I hate the fact that he's like a pimp. Or bit, like this mob this pin- boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, Joker isn't a mob boss.
2: I mean, he has those elements of him. Most of the Batman yeah. villains do. He's not a but gangster. It's not something that he plays up. He like he uses people a lot. Like a lot like he, that's just Joker does. He hires people, but they're all expendable to him. Yeah. He doesn't care about. He'll anything. only use so the people- other major point that you yeah. didn't like. He cares too much about Harley Quinn.
1: Oh, we only get we'll get onto that in a second. But he only uses people if they're a benefit to him. Yeah like if you're not used to him oh fine fucking kill you I don't care I literally like the insane. the (laughs) the start of Dark Knight is the Joker perfection it's like right I need these people to help me rob a bank after that bang 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 bang. you're all dead who
2: hired you is going to do the same yeah I believe
1: I believe kill
2: simply makes you stranger Stranger. I love that reveal it's so good
1: it's the perfect opening to any film I think yeah what is another thing that he does in that film it's sort of like
0: uh,
2: when, oh, it's, when it's Batman, a bit when he's it's like he like c- interrogates the guy who has popped one of the guards
1: yeah.
2: and uh, no no somebody interrogates him and then Batman comes along. and he's like you're not going to get nothing out of this oh it's Har- Harvey, Harvey Harvey Dent God. is interrogating him and he's like you're yeah. going to get nothing out of this guy he's insane he's the yeah. kind of people that the Joker attracts like yeah He's 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 a nothing. He's an expendable. Yeah, you don't exactly. get to the Joker and show.
1: just another thing, like the start of the film, he's sort of well. There's that Joker is like, ah, oh, I suppose you, you hired someone to kill me. Like I told, was told to kill you. He's like, no, I was hired to kill the driver. It's the, the driver. The driver. It's like, oh, what happened to everyone
0: else? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> dead. <laughs> right, sick. He doesn't even aim. He's just
1: like. <laughs> 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 anyway. Talk about this dog shit movie as well. Um, so yeah, like what you said, he only uses people that are expendable to him. He does not give two shits about Harley Quinn. He uses her. Like, alright, Harley Quinn's useful and she loves me, so I'm just gonna use like it's it's Stockholm syndrome to syndrome to its highest form. So whenever people are like Oh, we should have a relationship just like Joker and Harley Quinn. What you want an abusive, domestic, awful Stockholm syndrome relationship? to romanticize the relationship
2: yeah. in this movie. Yeah.
1: No. Really That's one of the worst
2: relationships yeah. you can
0: have. We j- expecting this to be the, Beauty and the, the Joker, Beast?
2: The Joker doesn't seduce Harley Quinn. No. Harley Quinn is a, a doctor of medicine who is a good psychiatrist, but she's obviously somebody that has a lot of holes in her life or perceived holes yeah. that she wants to fill. The Joker doesn't actively seek her out, but her interactions with him—she, she, as most people who have a very severe mental health conditions do—she tricks herself into thinking that the Joker is what she needs. Yeah. The Joker likes her because she will do whatever the fuck he wants. Yes. <laughs> it's just—it's just the it's just coincidence yeah. that she keeps bouncing back to him, and he yeah. doesn't care. You know, it's like.
1: I even, I, I, I even, guess...
2: the, even the animated show of Batman gets that relationship right. Yeah.
1: I guess the only reason why the Joker doesn't kill Harley Quinn is because Harley Quinn is so obsessive and will literally do anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, you want to try and capture the Batman? Or like, you're going to, you know, get caught by the police to uh, divert Batman's attention away from me if he's getting a bit too close? right, fine, yeah, I'll use you for that.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, sick. But in this, it's just... Like, there's that moment... Oh! They almost had it right. When, like, the bit where she, like, is like, right, uh, what do you want me to do? What I'll do anything for you. I'll jump into this vat of fucking chemicals for you. And he's like, Alright, do it. She does, and he starts to walk away. Perfect! Yeah. Leave it is that and then he just turns around, runs back and jumps in with her. Why? You don't give a shit. You're not meant to. I guess they were trying to do a different depiction of the Joker, but just, that's no, you're not threatening. You're not threatening in this film at all. Like all you do is just like sit on someone's lap and purr like a cat. I
2: mean, there have been different versions of the Joker, yeah. Like but they all follow the same the same principle that he is somebody who is. What makes the good,
1: Joker good?
2: Is an individual.
1: Uh, not not what makes yeah. him good is like a good person. <laughs> like, what makes him a good, a good character? character yeah. 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 Right. Should we talk about the plot? So I just want to. I literally have one more thing to say about this film. It
2: comes down to the, his his major thing is like he's he is a character who is. Fundamentally, an agent of chaos as he says in The Dark Knight I'm an agent yep. of chaos Introduce little. he acts, he acts out of just chaos he does things just because they don't make sense because that's the way he believes the world is Yeah. and Batman obviously is justice and order and, that, and that's why they conflict each other <sighs> it's chaotic for the Joker to ask to say to somebody or right, then jump in a vat of acid and then just True. walk away
1: because it's funny
2: yeah, <laughs> it's, literally it's, yeah it. it's chaotic you know yeah. you've created chaos and you just let it run wild
1: yeah so to talk about plot,
2: as soon as you start no. to let the sorry, as no, sorry. soon as you start <laughs> to let the Joker care for something, he's not chaotic. Because those things about care and relationships, that's planned, that's
1: order. That's yeah, he can care for something. Like realistically, the only thing he cares about is fucking Batman over. He doesn't want to kill Batman because he likes fucking him about too much. Yeah, he yeah, doesn't. He doesn't yeah. want to know the only his thing identity. He cares about is chaos. Yeah, he just cares about. Yeah, characters. he likes the. Yeah, he cares about the idea but of just about, following be, a stick. To be
2: chaotic, you have to not have any order, which means relationships, caring, all of that stuff. That's out the window. Yeah. Because that all any form of order. Completely destroys the Joker's character.
1: Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, that's that's completely valid. Uh, right, plot. So the plot is. They need to build a team of criminals. I don't know why criminals. Why don't you just try and organise the Justice League start with?
2: Why don't you sit down with the just- Justice League and talk oh about this? God.
1: Build the Justice League first, then Suicide Squad. Because isn't that the whole point is that when the Justice League are busy they have the Suicide Squad to fall back on. Isn't that it?
2: No, the point is is that they that the government it's not even really the government because
1: I'm talking in comics and stuff yeah, like that, I mean, yeah. Th- th-
2: like the way I've always seen it is that there's a branch division there's the US government as a front talks to the Justice League interacts with them is okay with them existing but there's kind of this subdivision that has a lot of power that starts to do a lot of things on a very need to know basis and one of them is well what happened and this is where Amanda Waller comes in what happens if we can't trust the Justice League
1: Yeah.
2: but that's not really the main reason the Suicide Squad is created the Suicide Squad is created to be a suicide squad, yeah, because they need to do a mission where they need people who are expendable. Great, a loser, you use a load of people that we yeah. don't care what happens to them because yeah. they're all criminals. Yeah. That's the reason yeah. they're
1: competent enough to do the mission, but if they die, who this, cares? this
2: team could not fight the Justice League, and that's not that's the, right.
1: That's the point I want to get onto. The plot of this is right. We have to build a team of super hero, super villain misfits to do what I want. Um, to take on the next Superman Alright So you hire Right so this is Right so imagine Superman in the sky Can Is basically invincible The only thing that kill him Is kryptonite and magic And probably Darkness And Batman And Batman <laughs> Because, because God's damn Batman. Batman So you hire A crazy chick with a baseball bat uh, <laughs> A guy that shoots bullets Pretty well Like by standing on a car And then just shooting him in the face Then you hire a guy with boomerangs that doesn't throw boomerangs. Then you have the man that can climb anything. <laughs> you have a chick with a katana. Would that actually be magic, though, the katana, because it chaps souls? No. Okay, so no, you have a chick with it a katana. It doesn't matter,
2: it wouldn't cut Superman's skin. Anyway. No.
1: So then you also have a, a, a guy that has a skin condition. Yeah. Killer Croc. And a guy that is the probably the only capable person in El Diablo.
2: But even then, it's a stretch.
1: Even then, it's a stretch because he wears out very quickly.
2: He warms Superman up, but.
1: But it's magic based, so that's why I'd say that yes, he's probably well, the maybe only. Maybe he could do yeah. Yeah, but then even so, yeah, he turns into the fire demon the last thirty seconds. Yeah. And then Superman just. Falcon... And gets overpowered. Yeah. Then gets by overpowered. A brute,
2: yeah. Which is what Superman is, so he would get overpowered. Yeah. Like
1: yeah. It's, so it's... why are you hiring these? Bunches of fucking morons. I
2: get, I get the what they've tried to do is they've tried <sighs> to mix, they've tried to mix the two plot lines together, haven't they? They've tried to yeah. say, they've tried to mix Amanda Waller's plot line of creating technology to fight the Justice League, hmm. and the threat of the, ju- the what the Justice League pose with the separate plot that she does a Suicide Squad. You have to think of them as two separate entities for them to work. Really, yeah. the Justice League is not like I've not watched it in a while, but Assault on Arkham is a quite a really good. Suicide Squad movie. In that movie, they have to go into Arkham Asylum and raid it because of a government mission. It's got nothing to do with the Justice League.
1: Yeah. So that's the plot. What else happens? I don't. Uh, I literally don't know. They go up an elevator, they get some time knocked off their sentences. Yeah. They end up back in
2: prison. Yeah.
1: yeah. Batman shows up briefly
2: Batman Batflex does show up
1: I literally can't think of anything else I think we've just like rambled on about it is that enough it's a mess of a movie it's very messy there's
2: too many too many ideas going on and it's, it doesn't it, it again I'm going to say the same statement I said at the start it it doesn't it, it tries to do all the things that, suicide, uh, that um, Guardians of the Galaxy does but it completely misses the plot. <laughs> yeah. That's literally this movie.
1: Yeah. Goddamn. Well, hopefully everyone... Tell you what. For those that did like it and had to sit through our, well, depressing take on it.
2: it yeah. What
1: we, do uh, you like about it?
2: If we've forgotten any scenes that yeah.
1: you did like, send them in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because we're... Yeah.
1: Well, give it. Give us a reason why you like it. And well, I tell you what. I I I like Deadshot because he's just Will Smith. I, I don't like... like his
2: character in it. Like usually, I like Will Smith characters. Mm. I don't like him in this movie. No. I just don't know what it is. I think it's the writing and the plot. And also,
1: like oh, I'll tell you what. The, the start of the film when they literally give him a gun. Why? Why are you giving the most? Because what could have been a re- like? If if I was to write that scene, of like, okay, you give him a gun he'd like look around his surroundings shoot the gun and then he'd like ricochet every single bullet to kill everyone around him yeah he that's is a, so capable of doing shot that that's yeah. to
2: do yeah
1: but oh no he just shoots it really really accurately in the same spot until it just blasts through the entire metal bit he
2: just yeah, he's just a very accurate shot.
1: But yeah, just why, why doesn't he literally just turn around with the M4 and then just blast everyone's faces There's off?
2: There's nothing about him that says, oh, you're the world's greatest assassin. Like,
1: yeah. no. No. <laughs> and well, I'd say, last bit, like, I really... It's sh- so dumb. It's like the whole point in Deadshot's character is he will do anything for his daughter. So you have the scene where Harley Quinn is about to run away. Oh my God, she's just about to get away, and then Amanda Waller's like, "Right, if you kill her, set you set you free, and then you get to see your daughter." Yeah. Why would he not kill her? Exactly. There's no excuse for him no, not to do it now,
2: and there's no, there's no. There's not enough character interaction between the two to suggest they have a rel- like any yeah, a good relationship. relationship up until that no. point in the movie yeah
1: but even if it, they did have a relationship and Deadshot had to choose between someone that he just met and is quite like uh, he likes loses quite a lot loses his own life and never gets to see his daughter again uh excuse me your head's popped off
0: mate
1: yeah like <laughs> you've literally like a Wall just come up to you and try just giving you on a plate everything that you've ever desired You've looked into the mirror of Erised in Harry Potter, and you see yourself stood by, by by your daughter in a free free man, free life. But now you just decide to break the mirror and just throw the plate onto the ground, and then just be like, "Nah, what? Your morals yeah. are just like why? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't, don't get that bit. It,
2: yeah, it's yeah, it's the movie trying too hard. That's what it is. Yeah."
1: It attempted, but ultimately failed in every single way, I think. Uh, but yeah, anyway, what did you like about the film?
2: I mean, there's still some stuff that holds up. Like yeah. Harley Quinn got a spin-off movie that's really good. But Captain
1: Boomerang was entertaining. Captain
2: Boomerang was entertaining. Wall was is great.
1: El Diablo was alright. But that's... But y- y- I mean, that's, yeah, that's mostly
2: down to the performances rather yeah. than the actual movie. So. Yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. But there we are
1: anyway uh, and I guess the, the other point that I just find really stupid is when they're like landing in the city with the helicopter like all of them together oh and they crash for and no they just reason. crash
0: and then everybody's cool and everyone's cool it's like alright why did you just crash
2: could have just landed you could have
0: just landed yeah. so I, it would have
2: had the same impact it would
0: have had this. yeah oh, God, it's, just, it's just needless it's just <laughs> it's so
2: needless it's so it's, it's really dumb <laughs> It's really dumb. Oh, we're
1: going to have this really cool scene where like the helicopter is like shot down and it's going to explode and everyone's going to have this really moment where like, oh my God, is everyone right? Everyone's right. All right, and... So what was the point? What was the point of them crashing? It's <laughs> then. Anyway. If you like to email us and give us your opinion or... Or, or discuss stuff or if you want to give us a recommendation for a film in the future that you'd like to us to talk about, then yeah. email us in at cityofgeek and pod at gmail.com. It'd be very much appreciated if you like to give us a rating or a review on your podcast app. Give us five stars. If you absolutely despise us, give us five stars worth of hate. That's what I always say every week. Or I try like to. It. Yeah. Uh, because if if you don't give us at least five stars then I won't acknowledge it in the slightest bit. Yeah. So yeah, it's only fair. Yeah. Um episode 20 that was done episode twenty nine. <coughs> um uh, if yeah I'm trying to think what else is there um is yeah thank really? thank you very much for listening and hopefully we'll see you next week uh, next week uh, or maybe in a couple of days because we saw another film that was actually good so uh, depending on
2: yeah we'll do, a, what we we'll do. do a, a, another non-superhero one break it up
1: yeah and then I don't know whether that was going to be next week or track. in a couple of days I don't know it might be on Saturday when I've got a day off so yeah, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Hopefully, you'll have a good, yeah, good evening. Enjoy your evening, guys. Bye! Bye.